So this week, as I'm sitting here at my computer backing up a bunch of video projects, uh, I got my my whole library on repeat, and this song comes on. Listen to that again. That's what we're going to do today. Uh, I'm not sure exactly who influenced him or who he learned that from, but those little kind of hiccuping or staggering accents that he added to shuffles is one of my favorite rhythm things ever that he did. Uh, and so what I'm going to do today is I've kind of laid out nine different levels that we're going to go through in terms of introducing those types of accents to your shuffle. And I'm going to take you through them in this lesson. And I'm not even going to waste any time. We're going to get right to it. So we're going to be in the key of C. That puts our root marker up here. If you can see my headstock all the way down here. C up here at the eighth fret. All right, now over here on the other screen, I'm going to bring up Guitar Pro. And you can see I've got nine different levels. I'm going to turn off all of this extra stuff and I'm going to put this to fit to width and that way you can see it nice and clear. We're going to go all the way back up here to level one. Now I will say I'm going to do a longer version of this lesson that that teaches how to do these over the whole 12 bar progression. But in this free portion, I'm going to cover the nine levels just over the one chord. So you can see here over the one chord, I have each embellishment repeated or each accent repeated twice. And then we've got, you know, a plain ending and a plain beginning. So we can kind of start fresh on the next level. So the first level is very simple. You're just starting with a basic shuffle. Okay, that's what this part represents right here. Now, the first thing that you got to know is that you got to put a little bit of staccato in it. Okay, we're not. Got to have a little bit of bounce to it. And here is where the accent comes in. We're going to switch. Now, you can do this with a traditional grip if you want to without ever taking your finger off of the back of the neck. So, we're playing the shuffle with a traditional guitar grip. What I'm, you're going to see me doing is rotating my hand around to do the accent and then going back to do the shuffle. Let me bring up my uh, main view here. So you're going to see me rotate around like this to do the accents. And so you can, if you're more dexterous with your fingers, you can try and do it without ever bringing your thumb around. I prefer to bring it around like this because I can get better control of the muting. So let's take a look at what level one actually is. We're going to hit the low E string on our root fret here. Then we're going to bar the D, G, and B strings at the 10th fret. And we're going to hold that to the end of the measure. And then you see here, we're going to go into these three notes of a major E form chord here at the one. But we're 
just we're gonna leave the high E out for now. And we're gonna hammer on to this note on the G string from eight to nine. So we end up at eight on the B string, nine on the G string, 10 on the D string. We're intentionally leaving the E string out. So when you put that all together, what you end up with is something that sounds a little bit like this. So it's just fast enough that you have to really stay on top of it, but not so fast that you can't make every note ring out clearly. All right, let's go on to level two. In level two, we're going to introduce the high E string here. And I'm making a separate level just for this because I want you to learn to hear the difference between and this. Okay, it doesn't matter whether you do an upstroke or a downstroke, but the point is, is that this embellishment here creates the sound of going up. Okay, now, depending on what pickups you have, depending on how you have them set, depending on which position you're on, that note may not ring out as clearly as it is for me, or it might ring out more clearly for you. But the point is, we want the sound of we want the sound of going up as opposed to that's kind of level dropping down one this is so you can do an upstroke with a hard attack there Okay, but that's the only difference for level two is adding in that note on the high E string at the eighth fret and really making it ring out for the purpose of creating this upwards sound. Now, on to level three. Comparing level two and level three, what's the difference? Well, here we let the, the, the notes out on the 10th fret ring out to the end of the measure. Here, we're gonna interrupt them. Okay, so you can hear. We got a da 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 da. Let me switch back to my overhead view so you can see this. I'm not going to create two different examples, one without the high E string and one with. I leave it to you to understand that any of these that we do from now on, you can do as kind of a falling motion or, or kind of a step up motion. Okay, so that's level three. Slightly more complex than level two. Now let's go to level four and what do we got here? 
Now we're adding in the high E string on the notes that we hold at the tenth fret. So this is the exact same as level three, but we're adding this note very clearly. High E string at the tenth fret. So this is like the taking a step down like we did in level one. But now we're adding this high note which gives it a little bit of a brighter sound and we're using the same syncopation that we did in level three. Okay, and we wanna make sure those notes on the high E string are ringing out clearly. Now, for level five, we're gonna change up the rhythm of what we were doing before. Up until now, we've been doing either or so or we're going to change it up and we're going to put two hits first so you can see we got two hits on the low e string here at the eighth fret So it's not a whole lot more complicated, but it is kind of a change to our rhythm that can be difficult if you're not used to doing syncopation. So uh, these are going to get progressively a little bit more complex. So that's level five is the two hits there, then holding the 10th fret to the end. Level six, we're going to replace the two notes on the low E string with mutes. And this is important because as long as we're putting these low notes in here on the eighth fret of the E string, it kind of anchors the rhythm and kind of helps it feel grounded. But when we replace those with muted rakes, kind of interrupts the rhythm in a way that makes it feel a little bit more staggering a little bit more like a hiccup and that can be used to great effect when you want to make a song more interesting okay so that is level six in level seven we're going to split this final the notes that we're holding here on the 10th fret we're going to split it in half and we're going to go back to the eighth fret of the low e string watch my picking hand here let me uh switch to my overhead view I said before for any of these I'm leaving it up to you to understand that these high notes on the E string are optional 
So you can get three different sounds out of each one that we're doing. Okay, so that is level seven. We're almost at the end here. Level eight. Very similar to what we did in level six, except that now we're using all four four notes here. We're keeping the held notes on the tenth fret and this one on the eighth, but the other two we're replacing with muted strum. is where we are starting to approach what we heard in the album or in the song that I played at the beginning. It has just almost enough of the kind of the back and forth and offbeat feel. Okay. So I'm not expecting you to get these instantly, but they're here for you to practice. Uh, like I said, my locals members are going to have these tabs to practice along to with demonstrations, and I'll also show them how to do these over the four and the five. So that brings us to level nine, which is kind of like the creme de la creme, the cherry on the sundae. This is, in my mind, about as complicated and offbeat as you can get with this before it all starts to turn to mush. And you can see here we've got a little bit of everything. We've got the muted rake, then we go down to the low E string, then we go up to our notes on the 10th fret, and then we go back to the low E string and here again. So let me play that for you slow. probably hear as I play there not every muted rake is precisely just clicks sometimes you get a little note ringing out and not every hit on the low E string is ringing out strong like that so if I'm being really careful That's easy when I'm playing slow and being very deliberate. When you're in the context of actually playing it, sometimes things start to run together and that's okay. Um, the point is, I want you to be able to, in your mind, identify those nine different levels. Um, even if you use, obviously, as you get more experience, you tend to lean more on the more complicated ones. But this is kind of, if you take this in nine different levels, it kind of helps you to build up to that level of complexity and to start working some of these accents into your shuffles um, at whatever level feels most comfortable for you and then working your way up. Now if what I was teaching on this course 
or in this lesson sounds like something you want to be able to do, but you're not quite there yet, uh, I'm going to now kind of try and convince you to join our membership program, but it's for your own good, and I'll tell you why. So I put out a course last year called Mixing Blues Rhythm and Lead, Volume 1, and uh, part of what I taught in that course was being able to do these sort of syncopated things. So when you join our Locals program, basically what you're going to be able to do when you come to our site is just pop open our custom player that I call the TXBA Pro Player. You're going to be able to go in here, look at all of our different courses. If you pick, say, Mixing Blues Rhythm and Lead Volume 1, the course that I was just talking about here, there are a whole bunch of sections in here all about how to do different things with chords and rhythms and part of what we talk about and it starts at a much lower level it's a really in-depth course uh that should be kind of called foundation of the blues or something like that because it, it takes you all through the different things you can play over a blues shuffle and the best part about being a local is that you don't have access to just that, but you literally have access to our entire course archive. And when you're in the middle of studying a course, uh, let me just pick a random section here. Anything that you're trying to learn uh, over here, we have what are called custom instant loops. Here it's something talking about different versions of the same chord and it'll automatically loop over the correct part of the video. Let me find something a little bit more complicated. Let's go up here, section 7.2. And so, like here's an example. Turn around here in bar. You don't got to do any programming of loops yourself. It's already pre-programmed and it just kind of walks you through. And these same features apply to all of our courses, all of our free lesson Fridays, many of which include extras like you see here for our locals members, and even to videos on YouTube that people have linked here um, that people can add loops to and study that way. So uh, if you like how I teach here on YouTube, uh, you are going to love our Locals program because basically it's a lot more stuff. So uh, in any case, that's the, that's the end of my kind of promotional stuff. I hope you enjoyed this lesson, and until next time, thanks for watching.